For Beyond Profit, a podcast of the ANA Center for Brand Purpose, I'm Ken Beaulieu. It's no secret that a strong brand can drive bottom line results and sustain growth. The proof can be found in brands that are purposeful, that contribute to the well-being and quality of life of consumers. By building a brand for social good, it can engage a wider audience, build stronger relationships, and set itself apart from the competition. That's as true for for-profits as it is for nonprofits. My guest today is Stephanie Raff, who is passionate about leveraging the power of brands to drive social change. Currently the VP of Marketing and Brand Management at the YMCA of the USA, Stephanie spent 12 years running big brands at Quaker Oats and PepsiCo. She joins me to discuss brand building for good, how brands can forge partnerships with nonprofits, and the blurring lines between nonprofits and for-profits. Stephanie, welcome to Beyond Profit. It's great to be here. Thank you so much, Ken. So, Stephanie, I would love to learn a little more about your role at the YMCA and the challenges that come with your job. As the Vice President of Marketing and Brand Management, I lead our brand research and strategy, our creative and our digital teams. And I would say there are three main challenges to this job. The first one is how to position the brand to the wider public to drive growth. The second is how to do that in a multifaceted organization in a really pointed way. And third is how to do that amidst a federated model of 800 independent local YMCAs, bringing them together so that our local and our national efforts work synergistically together. So you spent a a fair amount of time at PepsiCo and Quaker, as I mentioned in the intro, and then you led brand marketing at Feeding America, now at the YMCA. How have these experiences helped you grow as a marketer and brand builder? Yeah, I learned so much during my 12 years at Quaker Oats and PepsiCo. It was a great opportunity to run a number of brands from granola bars to rice to social responsibility work uh, during one of my assignments there. And what I took from that was really the fundamentals of running a brand, focusing on our audience, differentiated positioning, building integrated marketing that's guided by a consumer insight from that audience, cross-functional leadership, you know, all of those things that are so vital and important to running truly any brand that one may be able to work on. After my time with Quaker and PepsiCo, I joined Feeding America, which is the largest domestic hunger relief organization. It's a $4.4 billion revenue organization serving one in seven Americans across the U.S. and had just changed its name from America's Second Harvest to Feeding America at the time that I joined. And so what was really wonderful about that opportunity was learning how to deploy big brand marketing techniques to the benefit of what's a fundamentally different organization, a social impact nonprofit that's changing people's lives. And you know, through that, learned how while one may not have as much money or resources at the nonprofit, what we do have in the nonprofit is good on our side. Through that experience, I learned how to really lead with influence, even much more so than in the for-profit world, whether that was managing ad agencies for whom I was paying nothing for their time securing media for free, and to really be able to do that because I was working on the side of good and that people wanted to bring their best gifts to the table 
because it was really helping change lives. So kind of love that experience and learned so much through that. And uh, now I'm with the YMCA of the USA, where I've been for the past year and a half. And very much it's the same principles. Um, How do we position this brand uniquely for growth and to do so in a way that's really relevant and present to people today? And it's been a really wonderful experience. And again, so many of those big brand principles and marketing techniques apply, although need to be deployed in a slightly different way for an organization that's just fundamentally different as a social impact nonprofit organization. Well, you certainly sound excited about the transition, but I would assume it hasn't been easy. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. There is a way in which working at a nonprofit, you have to be even more strategic and even more thoughtful, I would argue, because you don't have at your disposal quite as many resources, right? So it's critical to know what are the gifts that your constituents and your partners bring, how to get them on board, how to encourage them to achieve what you want them to achieve simply because they want to, not because they're under contract to do so. And so it's challenging, but it's also wildly fun. So Stephanie, you speak frequently on the topic of brand building for good. Can you explain what you mean by that and why it's core to the work you're doing at the YMCA? Yeah, happy to. So I have found that there is a strange thing at nonprofit organizations where one finds a hesitation to really market and build the brand. And through my consultation with many nonprofits over the years and the work I've done, I've learned that a lot of times that's because the focus is so strongly on the mission that to build a brand and to market almost feels self-serving. And it can lead a nonprofit to undervalue their brand in various ways, whether that's allowing partners or donors to use them in ways that may not be additive to the health of the brand, kind of underselling what they have to offer. And so what I'm really passionate about is helping nonprofits realize that, in fact, their brand is their most valuable asset. The brand of a nonprofit is, in some ways, the most succinct summary of your mission and everything that you do. It can be a symbol or a beacon for what you stand for in a changing world, a trust mark that allows people to seek service or donors to give. At the Y, we see that it's also a badge of honor that our supporters and our employees and our volunteers, they wear with pride. And you know, with all of that, I think nonprofit brands are in some ways even more valuable because they exist to change lives. And so really passionate about uh, managing it, protecting it, and building it, you know, through the work that we do. Did that surprise you, though, this hesitation to market the brand when you left the for-profit world for nonprofits? Yeah, I think so. It may be all about perspective, right? But having grown up in an organization, you know, where kind of brand building is part and parcel of what you do at a large consumer-driven company, it can be surprising to find that that is not a priority or isn't something that is kind of readily understood or brought forth by folks who work in the organization. So tell me, how you're executing on your brand building for good philosophy at the YMCA. Really, really honored to do the work that I get to do at the Y. The Y is a really phenomenal organization. It's 175 years old and yet has a mission that is in many ways needed more now more than ever. When we think about culture today and society here in the United States, we think about a divided society in so many ways, right? By politics 
by gender, by race, by income, by region. So many things seem to divide us day in and day out, only worsened by the digital worlds that we live in. And at the Y, we exist to bring people together to help people be their best selves, to come together and to make connections with others while they do it. And so it's a pretty phenomenal opportunity to build that mission and invite people to join us in this work that we do in communities across the country. So I'm thrilled to be doing that work. What does that mean you know, for the day-to-day work that I've been doing? A number of things. So since I joined, we refined our brand positioning to truly own our role as the leading nonprofit strengthening communities across the country and to really help the whole organization see that and position ourselves in that way to the wider public. Tied to that, we launched a new ad campaign in 2018, and it was based on this idea that all too often in America today, your zip code can determine your future. And at the why, we think that's not right. We believe all people deserve the opportunity to grow and learn and reach their potential. So we launched a campaign that's all about that and captures stories stories of uh, people who are involved with their local wives from across the country and kind of contrast them in a beautiful montage and invites all people to get involved in the work that we do. So it's been great and um, a wonderful opportunity to do that work here at the YMCA. That's terrific. So as the campaign, I would assume you're placing an emphasis on storytelling, it sounds like? Yeah, that's right. Um, helping people see the impact and the value that they gain by getting involved with the YMCA and the community that it nurtures. So, Stephanie, as you know, there's this annual race to raise funds and attract new members every year. What's your approach to marketing when it comes to that? Yes, indeed. It is a tough race year in, year out for nonprofits. A couple of things about that. I would say, first off, at the YMCA, we're we're fortunate in the sense that we have multiple revenue streams. So, you know, so many nonprofits seek ways to generate revenue, donations, and otherwise. And the Y is, in so many ways, sort of the original social impact organization because people pay for membership and for programs and for swim lessons and they donate to our mission. And so we're fortunate to have a multifaceted way to support the work that we do in communities. So I would say to nonprofits, look for those, right? Find multiple revenue streams to support your work because that is going to really sustain you over time. I think a second thing that's important to keep in mind is to really focus on what makes your organization unique and special. And in that way, being thoughtful about the funds and the gifts that you accept. You ask yourself, do they really support the core of your mission? So often we have the opportunity to accept a gift, but it may come with strings that take us beyond the scope of our work or, you know, take more resources and time to capitalize upon. And so being truly laser focused on the work that we do as a nonprofit and accepting gifts to support that is really important. More brands are looking to forge partnerships with nonprofits in their pursuit of making a difference in the world. What best practices would you share with brands that want to work with nonprofits? Oh, what a great question. Thank you for that, Ken. I would say find a true partnership where both organizations stand to gain from the relationship. Be clear about that. What does the nonprofit stand to gain through its relationship with the for-profit? What does the for-profit company stand to gain from its relationship with the nonprofit? And I think it's important to bring those needs to the table really clearly and make sure that it is truly an exchange of value that can last over multiple years in building a long-term relationship. I think there is 
a power dynamic between the for-profit and the non-profit. And it makes sense, right? The for-profit organizations have the dollars, they have the resources. And in many cases, the non-profits don't. Um, They're seeking the resources. And so it's important to be aware of that as well and to be kind of open and aware of that and kind of acknowledge what the nonprofit brings to the table and how different an organization it is than the for-profit company. So more consumers, and I, I would put myself in this category, are aligning with brands that you know, connect with their values, and I would throw Patagonia and REI out there as two examples. Do you believe that the lines between nonprofits and for-profits are beginning to blur? Yes, absolutely. I think that it's a, a really clear trend in the marketplace today. We see more and more for-profits that are acting like nonprofits by adopting missions and values. And likewise, nonprofits are seeking revenue streams to support their missions. So I do see a lot of that, and I think it makes it a very exciting time to be in the field. Do you think that's having a negative impact on nonprofits, or do you feel that what it's essentially doing is it's you know raising all boats here, both brands and nonprofits? I think it's raising all boats. I think it helps nonprofits be great marketers to realize that for-profit companies can also talk about mission and impact and vice versa. I think it helps corporations truly be honest about their contributions and truly their impact they're making in communities or whatever the case may be beyond their profit. So I think it works both ways. So lastly, are you excited about the fact that more brands are placing purpose at the heart of their organization? You bet. I think that's an exciting trend in marketing. And as we all know, marketing is best when it works on an emotional level. It speaks to our identities and our sense of self, which is so much bigger than our minds. It's really about our hearts at the end of the day. So I think that it uh, bodes well for great marketing and makes for exciting work for all of us who are in the field. And you've mentioned a couple of times, Stephanie, about you know your marketing to grow your nonprofit, and then brands are looking to grow in any way possible. And and I would assume that purpose is playing a big part in that. You bet. Yes. So, Stephanie, I'd like to thank you for joining me on Beyond Profit. Thank you so much for having me, Ken. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. If you'd like to learn more about the YMCA of the USA, please visit ymca.net. That's ymca.net. Until next time, thanks for listening.